Hello, hello. Welcome back to Music to My Ears. My name is Courtney. If it is your very first time listening to an episode of this podcast, welcome, welcome. Uh, If it is your second, third, fourth, fifth, or more time listening to any episode, welcome back. First of all, Happy New Year, everyone. It is officially January of 2023. Um, Many exciting things in store for the rest of the year, I guess. Um, And also a little bit of a reflection for 2022. Um, So when's the last time I talked to you guys? Uh, I feel like it's been a while because my schedule, my podcasting schedule has been very, very inconsistent. Apologies. I really should like pick a day and just like follow that schedule. But it's kind of just whenever I find that I have time. Um, That has been the vibe recently. So thank you for following along. Um, last time I talked to you guys was December 18th, so it already passed, um, it already passed Christmas and New Year's, so anyways, okay, what has been happening since then? I feel like a lot has happened. 12, 18, what even happened? Um, oh, okay, well, I got COVID, um, I don't know if I told you guys, uh, since my last episode was December 18th, but basically, I... The story is kind of a funny story. So basically, what is so last time we talked to you guys is December eighteenth, and that's like what the third week of Oh, that's like the fourth week ish. Okay, why is there like five weeks of December? Anyways, it's like late December and that same week that I recorded that podcast, um I went to get dinner with no, I got lunch. I got like hot pot with some of my classmates in my Korean class that I'm, um, that I'm currently taking, and we got hot pot. Which we got like shabu shabu, which is kind of like a, a Chinese style hot pot. Um, you kind of have like a broth in like this pot, um, that's on this like electric stove, and it heats it up, and you can basically just add whatever like vegetables, meat that you want in the hot pot. Um, very good, by the way. Um, very delicious. It was all you can eat. I ate a whole bunch. Um, the table was like filled with stuff. It was like the six of us. Um, and, uh, it was very good. And then when I went back, like when I was done and I went back to like my dorm room, I started, I was like, okay, I'm not feeling well. Like I worked out, which that was like the last time that I worked out since now. Um, but, uh, I worked out and I was like, oh, my, like, body is, like, super, super, like, stiff and very, like, like, not even sore, but just, like, super sensitive. I kind of as if, like, my sensory neurons were, like, on fire, which I don't even know if that's, like, a thing, but it's just, like, imagine if, like, the, ner- the, the, like, the, like, nerves on, like, the surface of your skin are just, like, insanely sensitive. Like, that's what it felt like. Like, when I was, like, stretching and stuff like that, I was like, oh, I feel, like, super tight and, like, just kind of, like, you know, just feel very, like, overall, just, like, hypersensitive, and I was, like, I don't know what's happening, and I just kind of, like, finished my workout, and, um, I went back to my room, and I basically just kind of, like, went to sleep, um, I think it was, like, decently early I went to sleep, um, but basically overnight, I just felt, like, horrible, like, kind of just, like, very, like, hot and very, like, sensitive, and just, like, everything was, like, aching, almost kind of just as if I, like, worked out, like, 24 hours, <laughs> like, just, like, the entire day, which obviously wasn't the case, because I only worked out for, like, an hour and a half, um, 
and it was horrible and I like woke up like super early in the middle of the night like maybe like 4 a.m um to just kind of like call my parents and be like hello I feel horrible um and then I like went back to sleep after calling talking to them for a bit um and I woke up and I was like wow I still feel horrible so I went to class um and I had like I wore like a hat and everything because I was like I feel terrible everything is going terribly um and like both of my teachers so I have like two teachers in my Korean class and both of them were just like are you are you okay and I'm like yeah I'm fine I just you know feel horrible and when I called my dad like that that night when I woke up he was like you know maybe it's because the hot pot that you ate had too much MSG in it like it was like really like salty had a lot of like MSG added and maybe that made your body just like super like like it's just like not good for your body and I was like is that a thing so I looked it up and there's something called like MSG complex or whatever which is like I guess you can also have like MSG allergies but I I eat like cup noodles which have a lot of MSG in them and I feel like I'm still fine um and so I was and but some of the symptoms were like oh like um what was it like headache um muscle ache that kind of stuff and I was like okay that like kind of tracks so maybe that's it my dad was like okay just buy a (laughs) coca-cola and drink a whole bottle and that should help and I was like oh okay so that day I drank like a bottle of coca-cola and it didn't really help and I still felt kind of horrible but at least it was like Friday at that point um because I got lunch at the hot pot place on Thursday and so I was like I just need to get through this like you know four hours of class and afterwards I can just hunger down in my room and feel horrible about myself (laughs) um and so I did that and I was like feeling like a little better still pretty like still pretty bad but um definitely not as bad as like the morning or the day before um and so then on Saturday I like um hung out with a friend and went um and just got like dinner with him and then uh the next day I was like calling my mom and my my dad and my mom was like I think we should like get like tested and stuff like that because I was no longer in pain which is great um but I just had like a very like runny nose and it was like constantly congested so I took a self-test and I tested positive for COVID and since I'm in Korea there um they have like different uh policies regarding like what to do when you get COVID in terms of like quarantine and stuff like that um and since I live in the dorm of my university they also have their own rules um and so when I when my test showed up as like positive which by the way it was like very it was very, like, certainly positive, and I was like, that is, like, the line was just, like, very solid and, like, there, like, there was no doubt. Um, my roommate, who I live with, um, called, like, the people from housing, and then they, like, um, had someone drop off, like, a packet of papers with instructions. I had to go to, like, um, uh, a nearby train station to get a PCR test to kind of, like, confirm. Um, they have, like, next day results, um, and uh, I had to like pack uh, up some of my stuff afterwards and then move into kind of like the adjacent dorm building that has single rooms so that I could isolate. And so for Korea, if you're positive for COVID, you have to quarantine for a week. Um, so I got I have my little like PDF of my little quarantine order and all of that um, saying that I had to quarantine. And so it's seven days starting from the date that you took like your test. Um your like COVID test and so for me that was the 25th of December which was Christmas so that's what I did on my Christmas day um and it was up until uh the 31st so um you have to basically quarantine for uh seven days through um midnight of that like seventh day which for me in my case 
um, the timing turned out to be that I was getting released from quarantine, literally, like, New Year's, so, like, when the clock strikes midnight and it's January 1st, which was kind of funny, um, basically, I, like, you know, packed some stuff into a suitcase, um, and I, uh, brought my things to that single room, and basically, it was just, like, don't leave your room unless you, like, absolutely need to, so I ended up never leaving my room during those seven weeks, um, but the room, like, has its own bathroom, so, like, as long as you, uh, order food from, like, the delivery app, they tell you to, uh, then you technically just, like, don't need to leave your room, because, you know, you have your bathroom there, it's all there, um, so I hung out in that room for, like, seven days, it was pretty nice, I ended up having to pay, like, $50, I think, for, like, one week's worth of quarantine, so I went to the bank recently to do that, um, but besides that, it was actually quite nice, because, you know, I had my own single room, um, obviously I couldn't leave, because I was contagious, but, um, it was, a lot of time to myself. I called, like, ex- like it was exclusively, like, my family and then, like, one friend. And I talked to no one else during that period. So it was a very kind of, like, per- it was very much a period of solitude um, where I kind of just, like... And I, w- the thing is, I wasn't even, like, I was barely productive even during that time because... Um, even though I think I got over the worst of my, like, COVID symptoms, I think, like, that, like... Friday was, like, probably the worst when my body was just, like, bleh, um, I still had, like, a headache, uh, a really, really gross amount of phlegm in my nose and throat, um, and I still have a, had a bit of a cough and that kind of stuff, and so I kind of just, like, napped a lot, um, I missed, like, some class because my class was, like, did not have a, like, remote option, but then two other people in my class got COVID, and at that point, it was, like, three out of ten, like, students that, like, weren't in class, and so they eventually ended up moving it to being remote, um, over Zoom until, actually until, like, through tomorrow, so we're still remote, um, which is kind of nice because you don't have to, like, go in person, but it is, like, so difficult trying to, like, concentrate, like, on Zoom, um, I just feel like that's kind of, like, the nature of, like, online learning, like, back when I went to, like, uh, when I took my college classes over Zoom as well, when the pandemic first started, it's just, like, so different, because you can, you're kind of, you're, you know, your focus just, like, wanders, since you're not, like, actually there in person, or, like, present, so, um, yeah, so I have, like, one more day of remote classes, and then we go back in person, but I haven't gone to class in person in over a week, so that is going to be an interesting time, um, but, yeah, I kind of just, like, learned the lessons on my own for the first couple of days when I was in quarantine, um, before they switched to, like, remote format, um, what else did I do? Oh, yeah, like, I, I thought, I was so confident, I thought I was gonna, like, learn French and just come out, like, fluent, um, I decided to pick up my French again, so, um, since I have a lot of classmates from different parts of the world, um, it's cool picking up, you know, some, like, words here and there, um, but, I kind of want to learn Japanese, but I just find, like, ugh, they use three alphabets. They have, like, two, there's, like, two, like, Japanese alphabets, and there's one, which is, they use, like, Chinese characters, and I just feel like that's so many to memorize, and the alphabets are not small either. Like, the Korean alphabet is, like, you know, it is, I don't, I don't know how many letters are in the Korean alphabet, but there's, like, way more of the Japanese alphabet, and I'm horrible at memorization, um, and so I think Japanese will have to be put on the back burner. Um, I was originally going to try and learn Japanese because I was planning on, traveling to Japan for my, um, for my, uh, break, like, in between my two quarters, um, because my mom was gonna come, but, uh, she decided to not end up coming, and if I don't get, kind of, like, my visa, 
like registration foreigner registration card in time i won't be able to like leave the country either um kind of confusing but in any case um i might not be leaving uh korea during the break so um japanese might have to be put on the back burner um and so then i decided i should try and pick up french again so i never like formally learned french if i stayed in college a little longer like if i didn't graduate early i probably would have tried to take like a french class here or there um because I think it's a pretty cool language. and It's a useful language, and it's also one of the working languages of the United Nations, which I think would be a really cool place to work at. Um, their other official language is English, which I like to think I have a decent grasp on. Um, and so French is the next one, although I find French to be, like, in terms of, like, pronunciation, very difficult. Um, I, th- I think I'm, like, decently okay at, like, mimicking languages, but I feel like French is, like, pretty hard um for me to pronounce so i feel like learning it on my own is not ideal but i do have a friend or two that do know um french so i'll let you i'll let you guys know how that goes um but i kind of just found like a random website that had like a beginner french like lesson and then like uh uh, an intermediate french class like course i guess you just kind of like do it at your own pace it's not the most formal or anything it's kind of just like they have their little grammar lessons um, and then they also have, like, some just, like, random, like, vocab words and stuff like that. So, hopefully, I'll do that. Um, I did learn, like, a teeny bit of French on my own via Duolingo. I mean, we know Duolingo is not the best place to learn languages, but it is a useful and often widely used app for language learning. And I did learn a fair amount of vocab words um in french i feel like less helpful for grammar maybe like less helpful in explaining like grammar like grammatical structures and like conjugating and stuff like that um but pretty decent for vocab um but i actually lost my duolingo streak uh way back in the day when i first came to korea like a month ago um because i had like you can buy like a streak freeze which i guess that kind of defeats the purpose of maintaining a streak because the point is if you miss like a day the streak freeze like saves it so you can still maintain like your actual streak number even though you like missed a lesson that day but when i came when i traveled from chicago back home to la and then from la to seoul like all in the course of like three days um I didn't do any lessons and my two streak freezes were not enough to make up for it. So, um, I had like, I had like a 700 day streak and I really was going to try and get it to like maybe a thousand if I could, but I feel like once you lose the streak, it's like hard to pick it back up again, especially when you had like that long of a streak. So I haven't been on Duolingo in a while. I haven't been on any language learning app. I have this other one called Memorize, M-E-M-R-I-S-E. Um, but that, like, and I think that one's, that one's definitely not as useful for grammar either. Um, but I think it's good for, uh, especially if you're just like, tur- like a, if you're just doing like tourism. Um, I think there's a lot of like good, uh, kind of core core like phrases that they teach you um but less so like first sentence building i think um not sponsored (laughs) um those are just two apps that i happen to have um but yeah so i'll let you guys know how my french learning goes hopefully i find some motivation for that um other news uh i also am learning my geography so one of my best friends from college who I met through circus um, is super into like geography. And so she 
when I first like met her, she would really like doing um, like map quizzes where you'd have to like name all of the countries of the world and you kind of just like type them out and like see how fast you can get them. Um, and so then I was like, that is so impressive. Like not something that I feel like it's a good party trick and also kind of fun to learn. And I feel like it's nice to kind of know what else is out there in the world, you know, even if it's just the country itself. But um, basically after she showed me that, during like I would say Thanksgiving is when it really went off um I started trying to learn all the countries of the world and like locating them so basically I would go kind of like continent by continent so normally the order that I would go is like first Europe because I know a good chunk of it um and then Asia the Americas Oceania and then oh wait no I think I did Europe Americas Asia Oceania and then Africa um and so I would basically just kind of like take quizzes um, for each continent for like map quizzes. Um, and there's kind of, I feel like there's like, jet, there's like kind of like two different fields of like those types of quizzes. There's one where it's like, they'll give you the, well, actually maybe there's like three. There's one where they'll give you the name of the country and then on like a blank map with like just the borders, you have to like click the correct country. There's also ones where they'll highlight, you know, a country on a blank map and you have to type out what that is. And then there's also ones where um, you just have a blank kind of like map of that continent with the borders of the countries. And as long as you type like any, a country that is in that con continent, it'll fill it out for you. So it doesn't really matter like where the country is. Um, there's also ones where there's like, um, there's a box of all of the country names already listed um, and you can use that to click it. So the ones that I like, if possible, are the ones where um, they'll highlight like a country and then you have to type out the name of that country and it's like a random order. It's not a fixed order because there's some quizzes where it's always in a fixed order. Um, or uh, they give you a single country name and you have to like click where it is on the map. But those are kind of hard to find um, in general. So normally the ones that they have are just like name any country that's in this continent and you don't have to like locate where it is. Um, but basically I would do maps like map quizzes like that and I officially learned where all of the countries in the world are. I think 197 of them if I'm correct. Some of them um it, it depends on like the website that you're on, but sometimes they don't have like Israel or Palestine, I think. Um but it's usually around like 197 or 196. So um, that's exciting. And then afterwards, I was like, why stop there? So then I started learning the flags. So I maybe like a week ago, I officially learned all the flags kind of in the same order, Europe flags first, and then um, the Americas, Asia, Oceania, and then Africa. Um, and then I recently finished that. And that is pretty, I'm pretty confident in those two. I would say that um, I would not be able to for a lot of the flags, like I'm, if I see it, I can identify what flag it is, but I'm not, I'm not necessarily able to describe the flag from scratch to you if you were to ask me about like a certain country. Like some, yes, but like especially a lot of like the African flags, I can only like recognize them. I can't really like build them up in my head, especially if they're more complicated in terms of like the number of colors or like any types of symbols on the flag. Um, so that would be nice to know, but I am. I'm happy with my ability to at least identify them if I see them, like, you know, while I'm walking out on the street or something in terms of, like, restaurants that might have, like, a cuisine from, like, a certain country or something. Um, so that's that. And then my next step is to learn capitals. So, well, I also refreshed my knowledge of um, the U.S. states. I can kind of identify them decently well, 50 of them. Um, I... 
actually did terrible. I, like, distinctly remember getting, like, a C on my U.S. state's, like, identification, like, map quiz in, like, fifth grade or something. Um, so I kind of just, like, haphazardly did it again and kind of learned really quickly. So I'm, I am glad to say that I still have some grasp of, of the U.S. states and their locations. Um, but yeah, so moving on from that, I am now trying to learn the capital cities of every country. Again, starting out with Europe, and then I'll go to the Americas, and then Asia, Oceania, and Africa. Um, I will say that I just, I kind of finished, um, learning the capitals of Europe. I will say Eastern Europe definitely kicks my butt sometimes, um, especially, like, Slovenia, Slovakia, and Serbia. I always get those, like, confused with each other, um, as well as, um, North Macedonia and Montenegro. Those two are definitely, um, ones that I have to kind of, like, think about, like, they don't really come to mind very easily, um, I think capital cities are also difficult because they are obviously usually in the language of that country, um, and sometimes I just, like, it's so hard to, like, spell it, (laughs) and spelling obviously matters, um, and also pronunciation, too, uh, and so, but yeah, so that, that happened, there's, like, I think 40, 44-ish countries in Europe, and then, in the Americas altogether, it's like 35, so there's not as many. Asia has like mid 40s, Oceania, not a whole bunch. Africa has like 50. Um, so I think it'll take me a while, especially with like names kind of stuff. Like countries, it's like, I feel like for the most part, um, decently easy, easy to learn if you kind of just grab, you know, um, just grind it out and practice it every day. Um, but I feel like capital cities take a little longer to kind of stick with my head but in any case I'll let you guys know how that goes but I feel like I made a lot of progress in terms of like learning and memorizing those so I guess I do have a capacity to memorize something um even if it's not super useful um I feel like I've been like rambling on about that but yeah so basically that's kind of what I did during my quarantine I watched a lot of movies I watched a lot of like especially on the last day um I watched a lot of murder mystery movies so I ended up watching only murders in the building which is a like kind of like mystery comedy thriller uh tv series it's like um 20 minute episodes there are two seasons so far a third one is in production um it has uh steve martin martin short and selena gomez playing residents in this building in this apartment complex in new york uh where a murder happens and they basically like start a podcast like a true crime podcast where they, like, literally try and figure out the murder, um, as investigations are happening, um, so pretty interesting, and definitely keeps you on your toes, um, some plot twists as well, and I, I always love seeing kind of, like, the reveals of, like, how did everything happen, um, and then for the murder mystery movies, I watched, um, Glass Onion, which is the sequel to Knives Out from 2019, um, it has Daniel Craig, uh, playing a, like, world-renowned, like, detective, um, and in both cases, you know, there is a murder, uh, that happens, and in both movies, there's a murder that happens, and, you know, he has to help solve it, um, and, you know, those plot twists are always a good time. Um, I also watched Murder on the Orient Express, the recent one from, like, 2017, maybe, and then, um, Death on the Nile, which is a sequel to that one, um, released last year on 2022. Um, both, movies were um adaptations of Agatha Christie's books um which I personally haven't read um I know that there are already some movie adaptations of those books already so these are just kind of like um 
some more. Uh, but I watched those, and those were pretty cool. Those were about, I already forgot the detective's name, but another world-renowned um, detective that, you know, happens to be in a situation where he has to solve, like, a murder um, that happens. Um, so yeah, so those were all very good. That was a lot of movie watching. And then today, I actually just watched... Um, I just rewatched Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark um, with one of my good friends. Uh, just we were like video calling and like watching it together um, because he hasn't seen it. But there is supposed to be a new Indiana Jones movie coming out in June of this year, um, which is going to be the first movie that's been released since 2008. So I think there's four movies that have been released so far. Um, and so this is going to be the fifth one. And so we are just going to watch all of the um, previous movies in order to prep for when the new movie comes out so that is also a good watch probably the oldest movie i know i don't watch too many old movies but i believe raiders of the lost ark is from 1981 um makes it pretty old uh definitely check out the indiana jones movies if you haven't seen them uh, i feel like they're one of those classic adventure movies um and there's a, a sense of nostalgia to them especially when you look at like the cgi um and special effects in the movie um but that is always a good time anyways i'll save all of the other stuff for the next episode which i'll hopefully actually release a week after this one and you know continue a consistent schedule but no promises um but let's take a quick break and after this we will get to the song recommendations hello hello okay welcome back so i have been discovering many a good song uh as i've been walking out in the streets of seoul i feel like a lot of like those kind of um a lot of like uh stores and like street markets will like blast music and a lot of the music is really good and i'll just like shazam it to like save it to my phone um and add it to like a playlist so um plus since i haven't like really recorded in so long i have a lot of like music that i just haven't shared with you guys yet um some old ones too so where should we begin um i have been obsessed with this song that i literally discovered like yesterday and i've been listening like non-stop um let's do okay we're gonna go for like a more laid-back vibe today uh not super upbeat but um a kind of like chill like groove so for the first uh song recommendation i want to recommend to you guys a song called follow through by devin kennedy um i think i discovered this I want to say either through my roommate or when I was listening to like on Spotify you can you can click if you like a song you can listen to like that song's radio which will have like similar vibe music um I don't remember what the song the original song was but I think the song was um on that playlist on that like radio um and it is like super it's like one of it's like a hopeful music a hopeful song um it is uh let me think of the lyrics um it's kind of about it's like so the the guy sings about like kind of never like so the song's called follow through and the guy sings about like never really kind of like finishing stuff that he works on so the lyrics are kind of like i've got a lot of like half finished novels on my nightstand like i want to travel the world but i don't plan for it um and um and he sings about like oh i'm trying to be like you know i'm trying to improve on myself and um like and be able to actually follow through on all of these kinds of like hopes and dreams that I have um so it's really cute and it's kind of like relatable um and 
it's definitely like a hopeful kind of song um motivational you might even say um but the melody itself is also very cute and it is like upbeat in like a slow yet chill way um it's kind of like wishful thinking kind of thing um so that's the first song recommendation and then the second song that i've been playing on repeat is called peaches and cream by an artist called noah davis um i discovered this literally like yesterday as i was walking out in like a street market um and i bought a white dress shirt i vividly remember it like it was yesterday because it was um and this was playing in like a store that i um was shopping in and i was like this is such good vibes um and so this one is like the lyrics are like kind of risque it's kind of just about like i think like i don't i don't really know how to like say it it's kind of kind of talking about just like you know like being with someone that you that you love i guess um and enjoying their company and kind of like savoring the moment like peaches and cream that's like what it tastes like so Anyway, you you listen, you guys listen to the song and listen to the lyrics and you make your own interpretation. But I really like um, the melody. Kind of gives me a little bit of like R and B vibes in terms of like the the artist's voice, um, and in terms of kind of just the like melodies that he chooses and um, a lot of like the riffs and uh, like kind of like style of singing so i really like it and i really like r&b so um i definitely think you guys should check it out so in that case uh make sure to check out the songs follow through by devin kennedy and peaches and cream by noah davis and let me know what you think since i also watched like a bunch of stuff i guess my recommendations also inherently include the indiana jones film series um any sort of like murder mystery movie um that's always a good time uh only murders in the building that tv series if you're looking for like a shorter kind of watch that you can watch in increments um but yeah and that kind of stuff so in that case i feel like this episode is getting kind of long but um thanks for sticking with me through all of my rambling um it's nice to talk to you guys and share with you what's been happening on my end um but in any case yeah so check out all the recommendations i just said um if you have spotify you can follow the playlist music to my ears um song Rex, that just has all of the song wrecks in the history of this podcast so there's probably like 170 songs maybe um if you have instagram you can also follow me on music to my ears pod um that has just every time i release a new episode i'll announce it and i'll also announce the song wreck so if you don't want to listen to the episode you can just go there for the song recommendations um But yeah, in that case, uh, Happy New Year's again, and yeah, this is the first episode of 2023, but um, hope you guys are having lovely holidays and vacations, uh, staying warm if it's cold where you are, Um, but that's it for this episode, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, everyone! (laughs) 